to Gardy Lou, the podcast where people who could have been on that show What Not to Wear attempt to teach you about fashion. Yeah, I'm pretty good on what not to wear. I'm pretty sure they could have kidnapped us for that show and we would have been like really good candidates. Is that a real show? Yeah, What Not to Wear. Really? Mm-hmm. What's it on? I think it's over. Oh. Okay, so I just looked it up, and What Not to Wear just ran for, like, one season, I guess, in 2013. I thought it was on a lot longer than that. Hmm. But they would, like, somebody would write in and say, like, this person in my life needs help, you know, like, fashion help. Usually it was, like, a really overworked mom or, like, you know, a dad or, you know, some, you know, somebody... Maybe they're like a little overweight and they have trouble dressing or... So it was a fashion intervention? Yeah, basically a fashion (laughs) intervention. And then they would like get rid of their clothes and get new clothes and show them, you know, little tips about how to dress better for their body and different things like that. It was pretty... I thought it was pretty entertaining. I might have actually seen that one. There were... I like those shows just like... Yeah, um, like home decorating or cake making or the redo I always think it's funny because I really I've always been kind of interested in fashion like I like to read about it and look at pictures and follow those like I love makeover shows all that stuff but then (laughs) like when it comes to me I don't really I'm so lazy about what I wear like I just I'm like a clearance (laughs) rack shopper you know, thrift store shop, or I like to be comfortable, you know, but in my mind, I want to be this person that treats it like an artistic expression of who I am. And like, I want to do more, but then I just don't. Same with makeup. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's keeping up the momentum to keep doing it. That's where I fall short. Yeah, like I see these people and I think, how do they have time to put all that makeup on every day although they do it pretty fast on those youtube videos and then like style their clothes and they look so good and i'm like literally (laughs) wearing like my t-shirt and jeans every day and (laughs) i'm not even gonna say what i wear (laughs) like you know could sleep in it wake up and still keep going i mean that happens to me a lot anyway with just my life because i get up I get the kids ready for school, throw on something over something, so I don't look like I'm wearing pajamas, but I'm probably... Do look like it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I <laughs> pretend I don't, but you know, and then I get home, and then we get busy doing whatever we have to do, and sometimes it's like two o'clock before I really have a chance to take a shower and get dressed for the day. Yeah, and sometimes it's like, yeah, it's kind of late for that. I mean, like in a couple <laughs> hours, I'm going to want to put my pajamas on, so... Yeah, it's just kind of a, it's kind of funny though, because I want to be this other person (laughs) that has a style, and I just never really put any time into it. Yeah, it's it's the time and the effort is, is um, too much for me. Yeah. Well, what is it? I, I, I've spent so long trying to find a red lipstick that looks good on me, and 
Oh, Must yeah. Have 10 different red lipsticks. And I don't even wear lipstick. Right? Like, I've I been doing that, too. I can't count the number of nail polish bottles I have that I don't, but I don't ever put nail polish on. Yeah. But I still keep thinking. I guess it's sort of like this whole accepting reality or, like, who you are, at least at this point in your life, that that's probably just not going to happen. Yeah, or it's never going to happen, yeah. ever. But then, like, fantasy. you know, my my other business life or whatever I I'm an artist and I want to look like an artist sometimes or I want to have like I want to look like I care about what I look like (laughs) you know but I don't I don't know the pandemic has done a lot of to to change that too yeah it was interesting like we I this all started well for me anyway because during the pandemic they had the cottage core come out and that was like the first time I'd ever heard the word core used with fashion Mm -hmm. even though obviously it's been going on for a long time I'm not you know up on the fashion world or whatever but it was all like little house on the prairie dresses you know and like Target had all those because people were spending more time on the farm on not on the farm but on their little little home farm (laughs) they were doing more farming things like growing their food trying to do that yeah had more animals and things like that although there was kind of a big backlash against it too like a lot of women were like making parodies of it which were hilarious I don't know if you ever saw any of those like on social media there was this one lady in particular I wish I could remember her name that would dress up and like pose doing you know farmish things but like in her regular house you know background like with the (laughs) target dresses on that looked you know they were like flowery sacks that hung off your body you know <laughs> is that where this that's the strawberry dress or something i keep it, i've seen a lot of I, I saw a lot of references to a strawberry dress i don't know what that is <laughs> it's the dress that came out and left fashion wise i guess within you know such a short time oh really but they missed it yeah it is a reference in a lot of the research i've been doing it was Was it like a a strawberry print or yeah i did see a picture this morning it's was pink with red strawberries some of it ruffles and i think that's part of the cottage core yeah because there's like the more like utilitarian version i guess where you're actually doing the work and you're wearing because i see like even my grandparents or great grandparents, their pictures, they kind of had that style and it looks like you can move around in it pretty easily to do farm chores or, you know, whatever you need to do. But then there's also like the fancy, Pretend I don't want to say like poser, but it's like you're trying to be, it's an aesthetic, not necessarily a real lifestyle. Well, what does aesthetic mean actually? I, I think it's like, you're presenting a picture a story to the world this is the story that you want to tell about yourself because like and that's happened a lot with social media that you you as a person become a brand almost so you have all your pictures look like they were made around this particular theme or you know you always dress this way hmm I don't know (laughs) Sorry, I got a little sidetracked. I was She's, trying to move my And my I'm like, that's going to make noise. That's <laughs> I did even it very quietly, quietly you are, yeah. <laughs> No, but like it's your aesthetic. So like if you're like, say you're like a punk rock metal singer, like in a band or something, 
you're probably not going to want to be seen walking around in like uh, my little, not my little pony, little house, <laughs> not little house on the prairie dress. Although, like, I think the My Little Pony probably is an aesthetic because there's like those that group of boys that are into ponies and the My Little Ponies they all dress a certain way. But anyway, so you you have a, this particular image you're projecting. So I think of that's sort of how I think of an aesthetic. Yeah, I guess that's my impression too. Yeah. I didn't look it up exactly to see exactly what the word yeah with the definition yeah and like a lot of the things I looked up they had there was this one website I went to called aesthetics.fandom.com which was like amazing like it would it it talked about I guess how it is a lifestyle for some people to dress a certain way because it had not only like how you dressed but what your I guess values would be what you would collect as what you'd be interested in what movies like show that style foods even like it was like a whole thing of a whole lifestyle yeah that goes with that aesthetic yeah so I think like for some people it's probably like really is how they live and then some people are just sort of emulating they just, it they like the they look. like the look or yeah. the the idea of it which is always what i thought fashion was is i mean if you if you see somebody walking down the runway in something it's really totally different than what you'd see somebody walking down the street yeah even if they had something sure. similar it wasn't like what you saw yeah like you're not literally gonna walk down the street with like a bag over your head or some of the weird things I'm gonna let's take a quick break because I hear the dog okay are we recording yeah it's on sorry Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I should have done the finger move at you like you're on it's on we should start talking um well the little bit that I've researched on the fashion the trends they said used to be a trend would last 10 to 20 years wow before technology yeah now what is it then we 10 to 20 minutes (laughs) internet well and then it went from they called that a um a macro trend i guess because it lasted so long and then a micro trend was three to five years but now we have a tiktok (laughs) tiktok (laughs) culture Yeah. yeah which is about three months oh which is really it's uh, it's fast if you want to be if you're the trendy per, like a person that wants to be on trend all the time. That's kind of tough. But it's very very bad for the environment because they oh. say that the the industry is they're making all these clothes and then it's going out. They and throw them away. They throw them away or they dump them on the you know uh, thrift store, which is is yeah. good for people who <clears throat> like us who you know we sh- we pretty much shop. Although, like, we're not really trendy people. Like, no. I think we're more like classic stuff that kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to. Passion. I'm trying to say it in a nice way, but yeah, but you um, know, like, we're not, you know, gonna go out and buy, I don't know, like spiked collars or what. Yeah. I don't know what's popular for like a short minute. Well, a lot of it. By the time you get whatever your outfit together, it's passe. It's just not yeah. Style anymore. When I felt like that's hap- been happening. It feels like life is going faster as I get older, but I think it really is going faster. It is. Because it's like, 
you know, the skinny jeans were in and then they're out already. And now it's like the bell bottom thing was in and I think it's probably already out already. <laughs> like I, it's like I didn't even see them on sale anywhere. <laughs> well, it's like, I like the high waisted mom jeans. Yeah. And they were, I was, you know, it's all oh, they're in, but they went out so fast. I didn't even get a chance to get. <laughs> and it's like, they only had them for like tiny teenage people. Like yeah. that, you know, it didn't even hit, hit the, the uh, real moms, the older crowd yet. <laughs> yeah. So, and then it's over and you're like, I was hoping to stock up on those while they were popular, you know, and then. So, like, I don't know. It feels, it's really hard to keep up, I think. I don't know. I think, yeah, if, if you want to follow everything. But it, it's also, I think it's a good thing because whatever you like, you can find on you the can internet. Get it, you can right. find it. You, you don't have find... to wait 10 or 20 yeah. years to get it again. Yeah. You like, can... if you were into 70s clothes, you can wear them now. And, like, also you can wear all this stuff. Like, there, it seems more open to just being comfortable in what you like to wear instead of like having one like when I was in high school everybody pegged their jean their pants and like wore like striped polo shirts yeah you know and these weird leather boat shoes I don't even know if they're boat shoes I don't know what they were they were ugly though but that was like what everybody wore where now it's like everybody can wear what they want and you're still kind of in style yeah and now you can really reflect who you are yeah I think that part's good for sure I remember when I was in school, there were jeans, and I didn't have real jeans. I had fake jeans. <laughs> yeah. Were they like the cotton ones? Kind no, of? they or were like... just more like a diff- blue pants, you know, navy blue pants. Because I, I see had, those but... now, like, were, like maternity pants sort of feel like fake jeans. <laughs> like they're a little thinner, or like, it's not really jean material. It's no, just it's not denim. jean colored. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Denim color, or like, um, grandma didn't want her kids wearing jeans, I think, because that's what she thought poor people were. Yeah, worked she, on a farm, yeah, you know. and she was trying to climb out of being poor, you know, wanted to be, yeah, so they couldn't seen have differently, jeans. <laughs> yeah, so they couldn't wear jeans, which was what was cool at the time, so that yeah. was probably tough for them, yeah. but but now when I look, see kids, you know, young people, they're everyone is different which is nice they can yeah it's fun and do what they like like sam goes to kind of an alternative school here and they it's really fun watching the kids walk out because there's all these different little micro fashion cores like right there in the school yes and they're and it i just find that really interesting to watch it is it is and it's good like people can express who they are fashion's supposed to like express you know it's supposed to be a self-expression and it and it is, but I think what is is good about it is that you don't get picked on for not wearing what's right in fashion now. What Except, everyone well, else I mean, is we don't really more. know that for sure either, because <laughs> yeah, we're not in school true. anymore. But because I just read this, somebody local was talking about homeschooling because their daughter's getting bullied for wearing glasses or something, and I thought, wow, like glasses are still like something people bully people over. Well, it's hard to believe like we haven't Got evolved like enough <laughs> even teenagers like to be like yeah people wear glasses so what you know but apparently I guess it, it just, happens it just shows that a bully's a bully no matter what yeah they'll no find matter something. what they'll find something yeah that's true but yeah it's not so um it's not so standard like uh, it's good too because like you look at my high school yearbook and everybody had that really tall 
fluffy hair, like big hair. N- early nineties, late eighties, sticking straight up and then all curly and lots of hairspray, you know. And now it's like I see all kinds of hairstyles, so I don't think it's we're not all like the same so much, which I like. Oh, when I was going, it was long, straight hair. Yeah, which, I mean, must be hard to achieve if you have curly hair. Well, I never had, I didn't have curly hair, I didn't have straight hair. It was in between. Yeah. It it never fit anything. (laughs) I keep waiting for, like, that 80s, like, uh, combed out perm look to come back since my hair kind of does that on its own. (laughs) I don't know if that will ever come back. I don't think it will, but... If it does, I'll be I'll be ready for it. That's the big hair. I don't know. I hear yeah. a lot of people talk about how they don't like that. They don't like. The well, big I think hair. too, like it's not you know all that hairspray wasn't good for the environment. Well, they and teased like, it. And your hair probably felt like stuff. plastic all the time. Yeah. I could never do that stuff either, though. So I probably wouldn't have the best hair, even if it came back, because <laughs> I could never really figure out how to do all that. I uh, that reminds me of a story of somebody had told me that. She went to a dance, and she had her hair all fixed up, and she put the, had to put a lot of hairspray in it to get the the bangs to stay the way she wanted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was doing the, a slow dance with some young man, and she turned her head real quick, and it cut his chin. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So that's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was... Poor kid. Good feel story. bad for that kid. It's getting his chin cut with hairspray. With hairspray from somebody's hair wow (laughs) yeah I mean it was kind of ridiculous like I think people even use like glue sometimes or something to get their hair like those mohawks and stuff I think they have a yeah gorilla glue no oh I hope not gorilla glue I don't think that would come one that's that's kind of like that they call it glue some it's like boogers or something right yeah I I forget what it is we're having dog issues today she wants something. I don't know. But. She just keeps bugging us. <laughs> Probably heard her whining earlier. She's, yeah, she's, I don't know if we'll ever get through a whole podcast without a dog interruption. I don't think so. Yeah. It's too many. It's, it's like a constant thing. All right. So do you want to get into some of the cores? Okay. What do you, what would, or do you oh, want to? You know, you were talking earlier about there's some kind of test that you can take oh, to yeah. tell where you fit in. I so want to take that. <laughs> I There was a lot of, of options, but I just kind of picked the first couple that came up. And there was one on BuzzFeed, which was like your core aesthetic quiz or something. And it was 20 questions. But I noticed like a lot of the quizzes seem to be geared towards kids, like, or young people maybe going to college because it would ask a lot of questions about school, which I was like, oh, "Oh, that's kind of far away from me. But, um, yeah, I took three different ones. I took one on BuzzFeed, one on Beano.com, which I don't know. That's I'm like, am I even in the right place? (laughs) It seemed like a good website for fashion. And then one called QuizPin. And on BuzzFeed, it said I was a cottage core, which I could – kind of see like you know not the real pretty ruffly one but <laughs> maybe the more utilitarian oh. type and then I got on Bino.com it said I would fit into the academia one which I kind of like but also don't really have the time to put together and then that's more like is that like a preppy it kind, kind of, of like it's kind of to me it looked like a professor like lots of tweed and suit kind of stuff and then like there's different ones there's like 
pastel academia, dark academia, light academia, probably like any type. I think I saw ballet academia. I have no idea what that is. Um, I like the dark academia because it reminds me of like, um, like those old whodunit movies. Like, okay, Lila. Those old. Those old movies where they're like wearing the suits with. You know, and they gotta solve a mystery, and it's kind of like kind of noir looking, kind of mixed with like New England sensibility, <laughs> <laughs> and like lots of like leather books and cigars, and you know, that kind of library, home library office that you know, kind of look that you might see like for a professor I don't know so in it not realistically but like in the movies or something yeah but yeah I kind of liked that look but then also probably couldn't afford to dress that way and I, and living in New Mexico would be way too hot because there's like Tweed a lot of would not go it's like a lot well. of layers like the vests and the jacket and the you know the hats and um the and then on the third one I got indie which is kind of like you know jeans and a t-shirt kind of like grungish but maybe not totally grunge you know <laughs> like that kind of look you know it said like minimal makeup to no makeup you know not a lot of jewelry which you know that fits me kind of too like jeans and a band t-shirt or something yeah but also I just thought it was funny I got three different ones that aren't really anything alike well Depends on what questions they ask you, I guess. Yeah, the questions as... were kind of like, and then there's always like a couple of questions where I'm like, this is the one that's going to decide for sure, like where I end up, I bet. <laughs> but yeah, I'll have to um, send them to you so you can see what you yeah, get. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, it's kind of fun to take oh, the Maybe quiz. I could take three other ones and see what they, how they are. Yeah, I mean, see if they like come Maybe out. they have some that's for, for us because I guess for, in my case, they they're all geared to young people and they probably just figure by the time you're 60 you should know what you like right (laughs) you should have a style by then well we probably do have one we just don't realize it you know like I'm sure we fit into here somewhere because I saw like lots and lots of options there's so many fashion cores I couldn't you know there was this one web page well the same one aesthetics.fandom.com that had all of them listed alphabetically a and lot it, of them. And it was so many, like, I couldn't look at them all. Well, because according to what the one I looked up, one site, site it, it said it had, what do I have? One, two, three, four, five, six basic ones. But then when you look at it, each one of those has probably 10 or 15 Yeah, offshoots. like subcategories, yes. right? Where they even, like, get it down, like, niche it down or niche it down. I don't know how you say that word. Even more. It's actually, it had four types. It was soft girl, grunge, academia, and streetwear. Yeah. But. That makes sense, because I saw a lot of things that would say, like, it's related to this, like, five other categories, or, you know, a combination of them. Well, that four types of aesthetics, I guess, is basically what it was. And then all the other ones sort of fall underneath that umbrella. Yeah, like. I guess, well, soft girl, that's probably the cottage one might fall under that. Like more feminine? Yeah, this one is, you know, like ruffles and pastels and ginghams. 
what does it say? Uh, floral, small colored vests with short, you know, short dresses. Um, the girly girl kind of sweaters. stuff. Yeah. Because I saw some too that would combine them like um, pastel goth, which is like. An oxymoron? No. Yeah, but not really, because then when you see it, it's like goth, but in like light pink, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Well, that's like grunge. Is, does goth come under grunge? I don't think so. Like when I picture it, like goth is like much more stylistic, I think, like where they, I mean, it looks like it takes longer where grunge is like you throw on your old flannel and. Pants you've been wearing for two weeks. And... This grunge is um, like dark, lace-up boots, chunky, um, with chunky soles, fishnet tights. Yeah, the because I I kind of grew eyeliner. up in that era, and you know the girls wore a lot of like the boots with the big heel, you know, yeah, like the, work boots almost. Yeah, and the chokers and the. With dresses. Yeah, with dresses and lots of flannel and even though you don't need it necessarily wherever you live, you know, and like, but I also kind of just picture like Nirvana is that that was kind of at that time. They kind of brought in the grunge era, which is like, I find amusing too, because it all happened because they just were poor, really. Like they didn't have money. Well, Kurt Cobain, he didn't have money to go buy nice clothes or anything so he was wearing like grandpa sweaters he picked up at the thrift store mm-hmm. and he would just make his own t-shirts like write stuff on them you know like <laughs> and old holy jeans and like you know that became sort of the style yeah little did he know i'm sure that he was gonna set that off <laughs> yeah like now he's a fashion icon like you don't think well i'm just this is what i can afford you know but that's kind of how fashion goes too so what what other four one of the four did you well, have? Well, then there was the academia, which you were talking about. There's and that had the light academia. Like the academia has the light in the dark version, and the light version would have more nude tones, um, pure minimalist dark, and dark tones would be browns, and they'd have. Uh, straight skirts, tailored pants, a blazer, long coats, uh, moccasins, or simple boots. And be nude, brown, beige, white, black, which almost like a monochrome mystic. Yeah. I'm not sure if I said that you right. You say mystic? Monochromistic. Oh. Oh, monochronistic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, yeah. what? Not too sure, but I've, you know, I, the pictures, like, they're all, you know, they, they don't have a lot of bright colors and patterns and things like that, the academia ones. Yeah, but it's then just you simple. Have the light, light tones and dark tones. Neutrals, I guess. More yeah, neutrals. more neutrals. Lots of browns and different shades. <laughs> and then streetwear, uh, which probably what I fall under. See, when it you said streetwear, I was thinking more like, you know, like the first thing that came to my mind was graffiti. And I was thinking like bright colors and parachute pants and stuff like from the 80s. I don't know why. That's like kind of what came to what mind. Sticks. Well, that's a comfy unisex, oversized, baggy jeans, um, joggers, oversized printed t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, 
sneakers, beanie caps, uh, shoulder bags, uh, mid-calf socks, and any <laughs> mid-calf color. Socks, yeah. So any color yeah. mixed in together. Well, I guess like streetwear is also like a fashion label for stuff that they just sell like off the rack too, isn't it? Like it's not custom made. It's just like for the masses. <laughs> yeah, it could be. That's kind of interesting. I don't know. But yeah, I was thinking more like street kid fashion, I guess, like, te- you know, teens and that, you know, wear baggy clothes more, and but like a certain style. But I guess that's probably something different. Yeah, well, there's just so many different ones. Or a norm core might be like, for me, yeah, like look normal. you don't want to stand out. <laughs> you just kind of blend in, wear norm- normal in quotes clothing. Yeah, which is like the opposite. I I like the bright colors and and all of the the glitter and the glitz and all that. But when I actually go to, I might buy it. But when I go to wear something, it's going to be a t-shirt that blends in. <laughs> yeah, I think like comfort comfort like trumps a lot of times for us because I like oh, I yeah. buy things that I like, but then I'm like, well, I just want to be comfortable today. I don't have it in me to wear this fancy outfit or whatever. Is that sort of a norm core? They said it's been around for about eight years now, so it's it's a long-standing one. But it's because it's basic items. It's a um, like the Gap, I guess, is what I'm picturing. It says adaptability versus exclusive exclusive exclusivity. Yeah, exclusivity. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> if I look at the spelling and then pronounce I it, know, I, it's I like, can't what? say it. Yeah. Um, but the basic items, you know, dad jeans, t-shirts, plain white sneakers, or Birkenstock sandals. They say Jerry Seinfeld and Homer Simpson. Oh, those are the... <laughs> their um, normcore style their image icons, people. yeah. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I, um, I definitely can... I would say, like, at some point in my life, that was the goal, I think, for me, was to just be normal. Like, I just wanted to be normal. Blend in with everyone yeah. else's wearing. And now that I'm a little older and more confident, I don't necessarily want to be so normal. But also, like I said, comfort trumps, like, fashion for me a lot. So I do end up in t-shirts and jeans and sweatshirts and sneakers quite often. <laughs> and I said that... that, that offshoot of a norm core is the dad core which is does that go with the dad bod <laughs> probably <laughs> uh it says well chunky sneakers fleece ugly shorts uh slushy cardigans i'm not sure what slushy unless it's just loose loose maybe yeah, yeah. um i'm trying to picture it but they i <laughs> i keep picturing that movie with uh rodney dangerfield where he starts the he wears the uh, golf shirts or whatever the different shirt remember those was it, i thought it was like a hawaiian shirt where oh was that a different movie that's a movie though yeah oh. well it was in a movie i forget where is he has to stop drinking and smoking and oh so he's trying to be normal and all this yeah. But that's what he wore. But then the, the younger people thought, oh, that's pretty cool. And so then they started, they started a fashion trend. It. Yeah. How funny. But they say that's kind of what it, what it is. They just, you know, it's like baggy, the loose, comfortable. Kids think it's retro kind of because it's like something their dad would have worn. Yeah. Huh. 
Or their grandfathers. Or their grandfathers. Yeah. But but there's a lot of different different core. Yeah, what other cores did you find? Um the I have a fairy core which is romantic Oh yeah. That one ago. I was like I was wondering about like I have a friend that sometimes in the past would dress up in these like romantic dresses, you know, that kind of look from like they're from the middle ages and take pictures and stuff. And I kind of, that made me think of her when I saw the fairy core. But I read that it's mostly like an online thing, like not too many people actually wear it regularly, I guess, because it's probably hard to. Yeah, and you probably do get a lot of stares and people saying things. I was thinking about like the kids wearing their little cat ears and different things with the flowers on them, kind of like a wreath, flower wreath and a cat headband mixed together. If that you know, we made some of those. I wonder mm-hmm. if that would kind of fall under I think that it category. Would, and it's 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 like when you see little kids, it's all oh, that's so cute. When you see an adult wearing it, you're like, oh, they're a little odd. Yeah, it's not Halloween unless or they're doing like a photo shoot or something. Just yeah, to, yeah. So it probably is hard to pull that off on a daily basis, but really fun, I would think, to wear. Well, and it's you know you don't realize that you're judging people for something that. Yeah, like, let people wear what they want. Yeah, because that's how I, you know, I would like to think we're all that way, and it it really is that way, but, you know, working in a store, I would see someone come in like that and think, oh, that's a little weird, but then I had to catch myself, and, well, it's cute, why not? They want to wear wear it, it. don't. I have that here, too, because, like, we live in a small town, and it's pretty rural, and, like, people kind of don't, experiment a lot with fashion or with the way they dress but once a year we have this bike race that come people come from all over and we'd get these people from California or somewhere and they would come and they'd have like snazzy haircuts you know that's mostly men but and like their sunglasses are very different you know Mm -hmm. because they're probably in style we're so behind the times but it was like yeah. they would really stand out, almost like little like aliens had come. You know, they looked so you different. They were yeah, they weren't else. from here, and um, it was kind of funny to think of it, to think about that, and then to think we must look like total hicks to them when mm-hmm. they they see us. You know, mm-hmm. and you realize like, oh yeah, like I totally have embraced this whole lifestyle of you know the sweatshirts and the flannel and the more basic you know, sneakers all the yeah, time but not really kind of basic you know old sneakers not not nice sneakers yeah so. I do like here because you can you don't have to dress like super nobody's really cares what you dress like I don't think no like if if you don't have a lot of money you can fit right in with everybody else yeah and it's that way with everything hairstyles everything it's yeah not... it's a little bit low-key here yeah but also i'm sure we must look like total hicks to the outside we are i guess i guess we should just say we're hicks like i don't know i don't know <laughs> um there was a, a regency core what is that it's inspired by that bridgerton oh bridget bridgerton that yeah, show bridgerton, Big, bridgerton Bridger, whatever, bridgerton Netflix. Yeah. yeah you know like with corset tops Pearl and feathered headbands, yeah, gloves, that and would fire be line fun. dresses. They said that they have, after that came out, they had a lot more 
stores that, you know, um, cater to different things like the long gloves. Oh, that became popular. Going, yeah. Not here, of course, but. Well, no, we don't have events really where you would could wear something like that. No, other than maybe the Renaissance Fair would be the only one. Yeah. Where you see That's people. not even here. It's in a, like a <laughs> city <laughs> like cruises, an hour away. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. I like those clothes. Like I bet they're, I mean, they're, I'd be fun to dress like that once in a while. Yeah, I think so. I wonder if people wear the wigs and things. <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't be, be fun. surprised. There's a pearl core where you wear a lot of iridescent accents. Um, that's like in your home also, but, you know, jewelry, nail art. Yeah, all of these cores, like from that one website, do have like a whole home aesthetic look that goes with it mm -hmm. if you wanted to totally embrace it even like music i was kind of surprised you know to see all that even that the activities you might enjoy doing <laughs> like can fall under one of these yeah. aesthetics yeah um gore gore core oh yeah gore core i saw that one waterproof outerwear orange well, cargo pants, but I saw someone with dressed all in orange with that um, outdoor-inspired street appeal. Um, but she had she had one of those puffy a puffy jacket. Jacket, yeah. yeah. That's kind of that. part of it. Yeah, yeah I remember that because like North Face and Patagonia, like all those outdoor companies, you know the stuff that keeps you warm or like whisks sweat away fast or you know that kind of stuff that you mm -hmm. need when you're backpacking or whatever all of a sudden everybody was wearing it and yeah. you're like I know you're not rock climbing or you know whatever but well that's one they showed as an example I know it wasn't that because she had she had a big bright orange coat on and, yeah and um with that puffy Gore-Tex type stuff yeah. and then she had orange glasses to match yeah it's the, like the very put together and, and some kind of earrings that were orange and jewelry but she definitely looked more like a style yeah the real version. people that you know need that kind of clothing usually don't look that clean and put together because they're just doing it for survival and worn it and it's worn <laughs> yeah it's worn it's yeah worn looking it's like the cowboy aesthetic where you know i think we talked about this on another podcast where the you know, there's like the real cowboys that are doing the work, and then there's the cowboys. cowboys. Yeah, like that, the style. <laughs> yeah, that just want to dress like a cowboy. And, um, there's cabin core, which is part of that flannel and denim. Yeah, like lum that's like a lumberjack style, right? Kind of. Mm -hmm. I could see a lot of these where we they all overlap, so I don't know if we would have. Um, if there's a core that actually reflects us because we kind of just of dabble in all of them yeah <laughs> well not all of them we but we yeah. wear a lot of flannel yeah and, i guess like the flannel can denim. go with a lot of different things and it said something about shackets and i put a question mark but i forgot to look shackets it up. Is that yeah. like a sweater jacket and i a have jacket? no idea what, it, huh. <laughs> what that is yeah I, I found a lot of new things that i'd never heard of before too like words where i'm like i don't know what this means like slushy or you know in in terms of fashion or whatever the um the uh, cottage core one has a like the milkmaid look yeah the milkmaid and prairie dresses or 
a lot of floral prints and puffy sleeves. And it's funny because when it came out, I kind of liked it because it was different. I haven't seen it in a long time. More feminine. Yeah. But I didn't buy anything really that in that style when it came out. I just thought it was kind of fun to see it. Yeah. But I think a lot of women saw it as like a sign of oppression, which I thought was interesting too. Well, as I'm thinking about it, because I like the style too, but like a milkmaid or a yeah, you know it's it's made for. And then with during the pandemic, so many women um, ended up being the ones that had to stay home with their kids because they the kids couldn't go to school and they're trying to work and mm-hmm. run the home and do all that stuff and then then they a lot of them ended up leaving the workforce, mm-hmm. and so I think like it has kind of become a symbol of that, which is interesting too. Yeah, it's kind of interesting like how the. The fashion styles sort of um, represent something of that time period. I guess when it's every three months, it probably doesn't as much, but no. But back in the day, yeah, because you had the eighties where everything was like over the top, like wealth. Like I have lots of money, so I have all these glitzy, shiny, sparkly things, or you know. Mm-hmm. And then you had, you know, the seventies was all about like. You know, peace and love and trying to stop being prejudiced and racist and all that. And the war and all those things. Well, and a lot of it, too, in my opinion, too. (laughs) I mean, when they say the fashion, they used to go like, you know, 10 or 20 years between the fashions when something would come back. But a lot of times it's, well, I don't want to wear what my mom wore. Right, I, that's know, ugly. I want to be different, yeah. Like right now I have that, I see these young kids with the giant um, glasses that mm-hmm. like you had when I was a kid. And I to me it just looks like old, old but yeah. they're like on these young people. And to them it must look fresh and new, you mm-hmm. know, because everything's been like smaller glasses for this long period. But yeah, yeah and it's kind of weird to see it. Yeah, for me, <laughs> some of the, it just, this, it's like, well, that's, I see it. I see some of the styles. Well, that's what old ladies wear. Yeah, because, I'm like, you want to look like uh, someone's grandma? Like, I don't yeah, get it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But so. that's not what their grandma looks like. No. <laughs> and I, there's like even a, like brown, brown core. Just brown it's core? A core of its own, yeah. You just wear all brown? Yeah, different shades of brown. I could get behind that maybe because I've been talking about wanting to minimize my uh, closet like wear all black or do something just because I'm I don't know I get I'm tired of like buying things that don't match something else and ending up with too much stuff and just want my life to be more simple well you can well I, I, I listened to somebody this morning who was talking about it and it's that's kind of a minimalist yeah want core so i guess like brown core they might be all brown but they might you know have lots of accessories and do a lot of extra stuff where minimalist would just be very simple yeah this this that's what this person they went through their wardrobe and took it out because she said she felt overstimulated with just staring at the closet too many stuff yeah. yeah and having to decide what to wear and everything and she went with she followed two people on tiktok or somewhere yeah and they basically they had neutrals and 
she picked her like they their neutrals. One of them was uh, dark olive green, I guess dark olive green, and they had beiges and you know the colors black, and then they would just pick one color to pop you know, one bright color, they had blue, but she, this particular person, she picked red and, but so it she'd was, have like a red scarf or something like but that. She'd or... have a red sweater. Oh, okay. Yeah. She had a red sweater and a red skirt that went together. You could put it together as a, it looked like yeah, a dress. Like or... a capsule wardrobe. Have you heard of those? Like where every, all the pieces you have go to, can be worn together, can be worn together. in different combinations. Yeah. And she said she liked it because she did like doing it because she put things together because it was limited. Yeah, but she put things together she never did before. Yeah, and you get new outfits that way. Yeah, and but then she did say a lot of it was black because she had a lot of black clothes and she, that's what she wore a lot. She, because yeah, she already had it. Why buy all new colors? Yeah. yeah, she said if she was starting from scratch, she might have picked a different color. Yeah, right. But it was interesting to watch it. But that was a minimalist. Yeah, I kind of like that idea, you know, in theory. But then I do like a lot of colors. So it's hard to just pick one. <laughs> yeah, and that was a minim- minimalist um, micro, I think it was micro. Micro fashion or something? Something, yeah, but I wanted to. Uh, um, micro core she fashion. She said versus like a max maximalist. And right. I want to I look that one up because I think that might be <laughs> where I am the and ma- how you get it to, to go yeah, together. And the stuff. maximalist one. I really love because it reminds me of Samantha, my oldest daughter, because she mixes patterns and colors that you wouldn't normally put together. Like, I would think that doesn't go together, but she puts it together and it looks and cool. A lot of times it looks really she, Yeah, she looks, she looks cute. looks really cute, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and then, like, lots of layers and kind of, like, the whole thing is more is more, not less is more. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it just was fun to just come across that and be, and say like, oh, that's her. Like, she's got this style. Yeah. You know, we didn't know it had a name. Which is, that's the part I like about it is that you can find someone, some on the internet, you can find someone you identify with, somebody that instead of thinking, oh, like here, everyone's either, you know, with a Western right cowboy look or um just the t-shirts and jeans yeah we're pretty you want to wear bright colors and mix your patterns or dye your hair purple and and you can find somebody on the internet that dresses like you do yeah try this look up to them yeah yeah. or be inspired by them not feel like oh i'm a weirdo you're feeling like oh i'm not weird i'm just a little different and that's okay yeah or just like to be brave because like when I look at what Samantha wears, I think I wouldn't be brave enough to wear that. But, yeah. you know, but it inspires me to sometimes to think, to try stuff differently or like, what's what's so bad about mixing patterns? Yeah. Or, you know, you don't have to match everything like all perfectly from an old school perspective, you know? Yeah, like, which I have, which if I have a pattern, I have to have a solid. Right, <laughs> right. Like, and it's like, why do we think that way? Because that's not the case everywhere. No. Like, in when we went to South Africa, they mix patterns all the time. Oh, they wear whatever they want, yeah. bright colors. And it's like, it looks awesome. Yeah. So it's just kind of getting past those weird things that we have ingrained from somewhere. Like, we don't even know why we think that way or why, you know. Well, 
it's just what we were taught basically yeah or you know going through school the kids will torture you for certain things so then maybe you stop doing it well it's like the the monochromatic core they didn't have that you know they don't use all those bright patterns and stuff but they use different textures yeah, so it's all kind of the same color, but then they have different, different. materials and things that they and mix together. Yes. And then even the shades of the same color are a little bit different, maybe. Yeah, and that would look really like, cool layered. Like a light beige with a dark beige and maybe a brown or, yeah, you know, grays. I think that takes a level of skill, too. It does. Because, like, and even the pattern mixing, like, you have to kind of have an eye for it because it can go bad really fast, too, I think. Yes, (laughs) yes. It has to balance out. But I see people, um, I just watched this show, this show on Netflix that I I can't think of the name of it. Um, I think it was called The Watcher or something like that. It was kind of like a scary Oh, I started watching that. Yeah, it's pretty good. But the mom in the show dresses like monochromatic. Like, she wears a lot of beige and she's a potter, and all her pottery is, like, the same colors that she wears. And it kind of, I noticed it, you know, watching it. And I thought it, she looked very, it's very lovely looking. Like, she just, it looks pretty. Yeah. But I don't know if I could do it. Well, I saw something, too, about that. If you, you know, in their homes, they do that. Yeah. And it was even like, oh, you know, take your, because it's more calming, and if you it's have, very soothing to very, see it. Yeah. yeah, if you're stressful. And they said, like, in your kitchen, don't, you know, makes your kitchen look neater. Yeah. And everything, but... Because your eyes, like, not darting all over the place. Yes. You know, when you look at it. I mean, they even had, like, take your dish detergent, your Dawn, out of your bottle and put, put it, it in, in the a, white bottle or something. Yeah, because yeah. it's... the They make them in bright colors just so that you, you know... When you're looking on the kitchen, yeah, you'll see store it. shelf. You'll pick that because it stands out, right? But you don't need that at home. You want more calming. Yeah, if that's what influence. you want. Because yeah. I've seen some houses too that go the other way, and they're really interesting too to look yes. at. The bright colors. You yeah, like the bright colors. So yeah, it's kind of, but it is interesting. Also, like I thought it was interesting how it can make you feel, like you're saying, like it's soothing. So like if you dress. How you dress may affect how you feel, which is like another core I came across. I don't know if it was a core, but it was called dopamine dressing, which is like where you dress, I guess, in theory to give your brain some dopamine. So you're wearing what you really love all the time. But I was thinking like if you wear bright colors, maybe you feel more energetic because mm-hmm. of what you're wearing, or if you dress like all in black or all in white or whatever, maybe you feel more soothed and like calmer. So it's kind of interesting. Well, the one with the many colors and mixed patterns, like it's a clown core. Oh yeah, I saw one called circus core, which was kind of similar, with like the different color combinations. Yeah. But then the colors were kind of faded because it was like old. Carnival, you know, the carnival tent fades in the sun, so it's not like so bright, you know, as it, the clown might be. <laughs> At once, probably the clown core is probably brighter. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's kind of interesting. And childlike, yeah, like a big kid, but it's many colors and mixed patterns. Yeah, there was like baby core and kid core and like all these 
There's so many. One of them, I think it was like the baby core or something, because I looked at it like, what what in the world could that be? And it's like people wear onesies and, you know, ruffles and all this. And I'm like, wow, that would be interesting to see. <laughs> yeah, the onesie would be weird. I don't like what, I don't, well, I guess it's like a bodysuit. Yeah. It wouldn't be that different. But it- you wear something over the bodysuit? <laughs> well, I'm assuming, but <laughs> I'm not a big fan of bodysuits either, so to me that just didn't was, sound appealing. But I was never fair with the, the onesies for babies either too much. Yeah. Sometimes it makes the whole clothes get wet when they Yeah, that's everything. true. I mean, you got to change. you got more laundry to do for sure. Um, then there's an, an e-girl, which is um, like based on anime it's oh okay like elect- electronic technology kind of based yeah. kind of you know they usually have the dyed hair around their face mostly like a vibrant hue um over dramatized i wonder if that's like popular in japan because i see a lot of girls kind of yeah like they could be like uh what is, what is it anime characters or something mm-hmm. like they're they're I, to me, it's more one-dimensional. I don't know. It says over-dramatized dra- makeup and um, energizing eyes and cheek, cutesy drawing, tiny hearts or freckles. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting that you would draw on, like, freckles. Because I can see the big eyes because the anime drawings, they have big, big eyes. Big eyes, yeah. yeah. But then the, the cute, you know, the little hearts around their eyes yeah. or on their cheeks and things like that. It's kind of interesting. And I only have one more that I'll mention is the Batty Girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one I was kind of interested in. Yeah. Rich fabrics, statement sunglasses, designer pieces, heavy makeup, sleek hair. Uh, is that just like a bad girl look? Like you're supposed to look like you ride a motorcycle? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to like picture it. I don't know. Maybe a... I don't know because designer pieces aren't necessarily a bad girl look. I don't know. Well, I guess some would be. Yeah. I don't know when you look at those runway shows. Like sometimes I don't have any idea what they're going for. It's so so bizarre. Yeah. You know, some of them, you know, they're pretty and stuff, but some of them are just, you know, it's like but a work of art. I don't know who it's would wear it. Over exaggerated. Is yeah. What it is. Like, yeah. It's it's entertaining. Like if they had big shoulders, they're. Really, really big. big whereas you know on the once it trickles down to regular people, people yeah just, you know they might have a little padding but it's not three feet across or whatever yeah. you know <laughs> well we saw this like last night when i was looking up stuff i saw this um it was for men but like the arms were like folded up inside of it so he didn't really have arms you know and i thought well nobody really could wear that you know and function in in the world so it's not I, really. I can't even picture what that would look like. Yeah, it was. I don't even know if I could describe it. They were like, it almost kind of went out like the shoulders, and then there was just no arms coming out. And then they were either. I think it might have gone up over his head because it seemed like there was like a thing that kind of came over his head. Oh, like a. Hoodie. Maybe his arms were up there. Yeah, or and then or they could have gone down too. I don't know. It's hard to tell. And then it was like really long, and then these weird short things. Yeah. That's the thing. That's like a, short pants. But those are just so out there, I think. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, though. Then, 
I've seen a lot of them, like, too, where they're kind of dressing the men more like women, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Yeah. That's kind of a thing right now, too, like, Harry Styles and a few... There's this guy, I can't remember his name, um, that always wears, like, almost like a tuxedo dress when he wins awards, because he just wants to normalize men wearing dresses. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks really cool. I wish I could remember his name, but, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's a little hard. My generation probably won't. Well, I showed Jim and he's that. just like, what? Like, he would never wear something like that. No. But then, you know, like, we live here. You couldn't really, you wouldn't have a reason to wear something like that, first of all. Like, because we don't really have events well, like that. Dresses entirely men, they get irritated, you know. Yeah, you'd like be that. treated really badly. But I always thought it was so strange that women can wear flannel shirts and men's jeans and all you know yeah but no one bats an eye but if you see a man walking down the street in a dress there'd be lots of comments made and and yet i still think it's weird if i see a man in a dress and i have seen you know in a kil- kilts aren't so bad because that's that's a yeah that's you know, been okay. normalized yeah but yeah and it's like you have to check yourself like oh why is it weird like is yeah. it really that weird you know yeah what's wrong with it right there's nothing wrong with it it's just what we've been you know your condition society is, is yeah said. or like a lot of men that wear eyeliner it looks good on them i finally I'm, I'm starting to get used to that and i don't think anything of it when i see it anymore eyeliner or men wearing nail polish or yeah the earrings the, remember the earrings. like when they first started wearing like one earring yeah. was a oh, big wow. deal. Was, yeah, what's wrong with and, that guy? But and there's now, like, they wore two earrings. Now people have pierced everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere. Like we, you know, <laughs> they've got those like, uh, those, those plugs that they put in the ears and they'll have eyebrow rings. Oh, the and plug like, one, I don't get that one. Yeah, the I mean, small ones, they, you know, they're okay. But I've seen people put really big ones in and then they don't have them in and their earlobes are hanging down yeah. weird. And I'm like. And it's like, but you know, I mean, I wouldn't want to. You do wouldn't want to do it, but that's their choice and their body. So yeah. whatever they like, I'm like, eh, cool. It doesn't like phase me though anymore. Like you're not kind of like, whoa, that's 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 yeah. unusual. Now it's just normal. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. I I wouldn't want to do anything that's permanent. That's my well, thing. Well, yeah, we don't. I don't have a tattoo or anything. Like yeah. I don't. You know, I'm just kind of. I know how quickly we can change how we feel about things. Yeah, that's for me. That's one. Well, I'm painted first to one for one, and then also like I don't. I think as soon as I got a tattoo, I'd want wish I'd gotten a different one. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'd be like, why did I get this? It's so lame. I should have gotten this, or you know. Yeah. Probably like ten minutes after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it seems like a really hard thing to get rid of it. So. Though now they have ways that they put another tattoo over it. I always think about that when people put somebody's name on them. It's okay if it's like your mom or your dad or your best friend, but when it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend and that relationship fails and you got to go the rest of your life being reminded that they're with their name tattooed on your arm. Yeah, like I wonder about that too. I don't think it would work out too well for me. Yeah, but I've seen some things where... On YouTube, where they've changed, they change it. They overlay a different pattern, and you incorporate that one in, so you don't see the name anymore. <laughs> yeah, they just make a new design over it. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks a lot better than 
trying to erase it. Yeah. Like a scar. So, you want to hear some of the ones I found? Yes. So, the first one that I have was is called Afro-Victorian. And it kind of started becoming popular after they made that Jingle Jangle Christmas movie. Which I think might have been last year or the year before. Oh, I don't. I'm I really don't know bad with dates. I think it was 2020. It came out during. I think it was during the pandemic. So I kind of remember, like there was a big deal about it because it's mostly African Americans, I think, in it. And um, but the Afro Victorian style is cool because they kind of take like the Victorian clothes, but then they use African prints to make it. Ooh. Yeah, it looks really cool. And I um, it started with that when they made that. I guess it's a movie. Um, they made that because that's kind of how they dress the characters. And then... What was the name of that one? Afro-Victorian. I want to... I got to look some of these yeah, up. Yeah, because cause it looks... It's very stunning. Because, you know, the African prints are really bold and bright. And they kind of mix them. Because, you know, in a Victorian style, they had... Kind of have the layers, like the bustle and then the... You know, the skirt, you know, whatever. And, um, yeah, I thought that one was cool. I'll have to look it up. And I always like African prints. I know, me too. The colors are pretty. pretty. I have like some pictures here, but they're so tiny and in black and white. I don't think they would do it any justice because you really want to see the color. Yeah, well, that's what makes it so cool. And then this one was called Art Ho, H-O-E. I don't really know why it's called that. Like the hoe part, like it doesn't. I don't know what that means, but um, might stand for something historically. Yeah. But it's basically orange. like, <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Okay, so it's like connected to a love of art, nature, painting, and flowers, and it's symbolized by women who love art and nature. And it was created by um, a woman, I think, on Tumblr or a user named Sensitive Black Person. And so it's just like a combination of that, those kind of things. So like you would see um, anything associated with art, culture, or things printed with other artists' work on them. So like, I guess probably like you might have a Van Gogh sweatshirt. I don't know, (laughs) you know, like... um, Mom jeans, graphic tees, Converse sneakers of any color. Converse is always like a big thing, it seems like, with musicians and artists. They wear Converse a lot. Graphic tees, always said that. Art socks, maybe painted overalls, um, shirts with thin horizontal stripes, striped meadow shirts, which I didn't really know what a meadow shirt was, so I need to look Mm -hmm. that up. Any mustard yellow clothing. You know, hmm. which I guess kind of goes with the sunflowers and the flowers. Probably. Um, old school vans, Doc Martens or Mary Janes, and then colorful hair clips. And then the hairstyles are like messy buns, a bob cut, classic ponytails, pigtails, or micro bangs. Those are the real short ones? Yeah, they're like cut like up here, yeah. like short. And then they're kind of drawn to a vintage aesthetic, and they shop at thrift stores urban outfitters and like you know lesser known fashion brands and a lot of like do-it-yourself kind of projects for clothes kind of like me painting my pants painting flowers on my pants I guess yeah 
I wonder if if now that because a lot of these are shopped at thrift stores does that mean the prices in thrift stores are going to start going up higher I don't know because I think people you know there's other stores like this this website um aesthetics.fandom.com that I probably mentioned like three times so you're getting a nice plug here if anybody (laughs) wants to go visit them but um you know they put like shops and brands that somebody who was interested in that style could go and shop you know for that style Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool so if you do like that look you can just click on these links but they actually have like a store called art ho on etsy which i'm gonna have to go check out see what it looks like um and they have some other shops like doc martens and vans and um there's another etsy shop called bird with cowboy hat so (laughs) check those out like i love etsy too so yeah the bird with cowboy hat, that's a, a site. Bird with cowboy hat, it's an Etsy shop. So you'd probably have to go to Etsy and then look for it in their shops. I haven't gone to Etsy in so long. I'm sure it's really changed a lot. Yeah. So lots of stuff with nature too, like flowers and things on it. So I thought that was kind of cool. Maybe it's hoe because of the gardening Garden aspect. Involved. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, like, there was a ton of fashion cores, but then I wanted to pick the ones that sounded interesting to me or ones I hadn't heard of and, or that might be a little (laughs) on the edge. So this one's called Bastard Core. Oh. (laughs) And, um, there's like literally a shirt that they took a picture of that says, I'm good in bed. I can sleep all day. So I don't know, like... (laughs) Um, is it, it like sayings? Well, go ahead. It's supposed to be like friendly images along with shock humor themed captions or images that seem out of place and are uncomfortable to look at. So um, it's a lot of people that wear this kind of stuff consider themselves feral, like they're feral people. Hmm. So they don't necessarily like conform, I guess. <laughs> They um, might be for the shock value. Yeah, it's supposed to be shocking, kind of offensive. Um, might have curse words, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they want to make other people feel slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. You know. They like that. Yeah. And it says, like, it kind of blends in with other fashion cores because it's, like, you know, a lot of hoodies and, and ripped jeans and graphic t-shirts, you know, things with quotes on them. You know, I guess that's where you get the swearing and stuff. (laughs) Handmade earrings, platform shoes, or combat boots. So, yeah. Um, It's kind of interesting because this website even has, like, TV programs that would be associated with that fashion core. Uh Uh-huh. And um, I thought this one was funny because it has Jerry Springer listed and Jackass, which is, like, that show where they, you know, they do dangerous dumb things (laughs) um south park so you kind of get ren and stimpy remember that show yeah yeah so you kind of get the idea that about what that's all about um and then they just have mostly like a lot of t-shirt shops like tea republic and wicked clothes t-shirt hell different t-shirt places that probably have funny things written on them Oops. 
me see. We got way too much printed out on that one. Oh, then I had um, Dark Academia, which you kind of touched on the academia already. Uh, this one was like super long, so I guess it's been around a long time. And um, it's supposed to re revolve around the classic literature, pursuit for self-discovery, passion for knowledge and learning. Um, and I guess like this is one of those two that's like mostly on the internet, not necessarily something people wear all the time, but like an image they kind of want to project mm -hmm. on the internet. And they do a lot of photo photography and stuff to show it, to show how they embrace it. Okay, so like lots of black, beige, dark brown, forest green, dark orange, cream, golden burgundy. Um, when they take the photographs of their outfits and stuff to show them, like they always have it lit, like kind of dimly, you know, kind of reminds me of like the noir movies. Like yeah. the street lamp light, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so I think I they have a lot of neutral colors. Yeah, just like darker or ones. And muddied colors, not, they're not bright. They're like if it's orange, it's going to be like a dull orange, not a popping orange. So this talks about like how it's there's like an allure of mystery about it and um, it's like a little bit pretentious and romanticized versions of academia but it can also include motifs of like criminality and danger which is probably why it makes me think of like old Dick Tracy movies or you know <laughs> something like that secret society cults. And murder are common subjects with the aesthetic, you know. So it's kind of interesting. I thought all of this was interesting, and I'm going to look a lot of this up again and, and um, watch some more videos on it because I, I kind of, like, touched the basics of it. Right. But every time I did come across something, there were so many other things about, you know, offshoots of it yeah and like I think it would be really fun to pick one and then try to create an outfit that would fit into that group yeah well I think for the average person a lot of these they would pick like some of it I don't know about you know how many people do it in their personal lives where they get you know deep into one of these cores a lot of it I think like you say it's they do the photo shoots on the internet and then yeah. someone might say, oh, you know, that those colors go together really well. So they may get use the colors, but they may not do the style. Or right. they'll do the style, but they'll change the colors because they don't like burnt orange. They want to have yeah, they, rose yeah. red. Or... Yeah, because most people aren't that. We're like more dimensional than that. We're not like a one-dimensional person yeah, like yeah. you only wear this although I think there might be some people like that not that they're one dimensional but that do really stick to the stick to it to the one to the core yeah and that's where you the, it's young people more yeah. because they're part of their fashion is rebellion against yeah but plus plus I think too like you'd have to start off that way like as you 
get older, kind of like you were saying, you don't want to just throw away all your furniture and start over no. or all your clothes or, you know, whatever, you, you know, who has money, money for that? Not too many of us anyway. No. Because like, let's say I decide I want to be a pastel, whatever. I really don't have any pastel stuff in my house at all. So it'd be like a huge remake of everything. Yeah. But then you probably wouldn't go with a pastel anyway because yeah that's not that's what i'm not, into obviously yeah so you you know even if you you don't have pastels at all you might go into more of the bright like you like the african fabrics right. and the bright fabrics you might that's find true. one that has a lot of that that's why i want to look up this yeah and you might not some, totally fit into it but you might mostly fit into it yeah you can figure out well you know how do i how do I how do I maximize my love for prints and fabrics and make it look good and not look like somebody threw up prints and fabrics on me? Yeah, like it's not too much. I have some stuff here on the maximal maximist. Oh yeah. But it's... I um Yeah, it says like bold colors, prints, patterns, and then like you'd have wallpaper rugs and layering. And I saw like a picture and it was a little bit different than what I saw with the fashion, like for someone's house. It kind of just looked like, you know, more is more. Like there's paintings like all the way down the wall, not just one on a wall. You know, there's mirrors and paintings and stuff kind of like every inch is covered, you know. Yeah, but it looks cool. Like it all comes together. Yeah, that's where I have the problem is making things come together. Yeah, and I think it... You know, it kind of probably is, evolves into different how people interpret it, too. Um, so, in fashion, you mix prints and patterns. You layer various items. You play with silhouettes. Um, so, you might have, like, the big, big puffy jacket, but then, like, a tight little skirt. And then, like, I saw someone with, like, almost, like, big fluffy leg warmers that came up and then you know, some kind of boots, and then they got the big sunglasses and the hat and then the jewelry, and then, you know, it's just over the top. Yeah. But, like, it comes together in a good way. Um, the, for fashion tips, it said, wear what you love, mix and match colors, patterns, and prints, play around with textures. So, like, you might have velvet and silk and corduroy kind of all going on, the sweater, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Um and then lots of accessorizing. So, I think like I could see me having a maximal maximus maximism. I can't get the right max here. House for sure, because I do kind of do that. That might be where Samantha's getting it from. <laughs> like the, I don't just put like usually one painting on the wall. I've got a lot going on. Yeah. Then I could see that, like, the whole more is more, too. Oh, here's one I have, rot core. Rot? Rot core, which is also known as decay core or dirt core. <laughs> oh. And it shows, like, a picture of, like, a, <laughs> you know, a condemned-looking building with graffiti all over it. Um, and uh, so, like... It's like a lot of times it'll be cute things that are dirty or otherwise like in a dilapidated state. So like old and worn, abandoned things. Um, for the fashion, 
um, it's like dirty looking, ripped, distressed clothing, clothes that are either too big or too small, you know, stuff you find, I guess, <laughs> you know, that's like already old. Uh, um, what were you going to say? Well, a lot of times you see people, they probably spent a lot of money trying to look like that. Yeah, they say you wear like a lot of dark earthy colors and sometimes warm colors such as pink and red are used to sort of just give you like the pop against the contrast. And um, what I read too is like you wear these things, they're like dirty looking old, but you wear them as if they're like brand new expensive fancy items. Uh So it's kind of got like the attitude has to go with it. To really pull it off, I think, that you're wearing something expensive and fancy, but it's really not. not. Yeah. Which I kind of thought was But it could be expensive. It could be, for sure. So they say, like, fishnet stockings, distressed jeans, large chunky shoes, cargo pants, t-shirts that have been cropped or had the sleeves cut off, oversized, oversized shirts are worn a lot. Well, it's uh, kind of like the one where they people wash their hair and then they put that those things in it conditioner oh, to, look to make greasy. them look greasy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. We're all like trying not to look greasy, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, that's in style. Like what? Yeah. Though I don't see it as much as I did for a while there. I think it might be at passe now. Three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's over with. Yeah. Um, the next one I have is slutcore, which I thought was kind of interesting because, of course, I'm like, what? Slutcore? Well, What's that all I about? I kind of thought that was going to be that baddie girl core, but it's not. Yeah, that's more like the bad girl. This one's the more like... The rich bad girl. Yeah, this is more like... Um, um, What's it called? Like you're going to be a Playboy bunny. You've got like the big breasts and the tiny waist and very revealing... It's supposed to celebrate, like, women who like sex and aren't ashamed of it, you know? Well, that's kind of discriminatory, too. Why? I mean, <laughs> well, we don't all have big busts and tiny waists. <laughs> no, but I guess, like, they're kind of trying to reclaim the bimbo look or and turn it into something else, maybe. I don't know. Um... I guess, too, to say, like, I can be sexy and still smart and interesting. Oh, yeah. You know, which we already know. Yeah. But isn't really portrayed in the media that way. No, it's like just saying all blondes are stupid. Yeah. It's like more of a, supposed to be like a sex positive thing. A stereotype of a sex positive thing. Yeah. And, um... Let's see. So they would wear like skimpy clothes, short skirts, bras or bralettes, mini dresses, lingerie, bikinis, crop tops, long nails, heels or big boots, you know, sparkly jewelry and lots and lots of makeup. And what do they call it? Uh, Slutcore. Slutcore. Yeah. I saw like these pictures where the women were like, like before and they just look kind of average normal whatever and then after and then they kind of look like barbie yeah <laughs> but it's not barbie core that's like a whole nother one i saw yeah where you dress like barbie you know came got popular after the barbie movie came out the live action like with real people barbie oh. movie but yeah so 
And then this one, the slut core is kind of a take on the bubblegum bitch, which I thought was an interesting name. And the bubblegum bitch is like more of a sexy girl and who combines like feminine and childlike aspects of fashion with teenage and adult self-expression. And on that one, they had a picture of a Bratz doll. Have you seen those? Yeah. So I guess like that's kind of like the what you're going for. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let uh, me see I just what... don't, I don't like the the slutcore one. I don't like the name. Well, a lot of people are trying to reclaim like the word slut and bitch, kind of like the N word, you know, where they try to reclaim it and use it as their own, so that it doesn't it takes the power away from it. Oh. Because I don't think, you know, somebody dresses sexy or, you know, I don't think they should be called a slut just because they're. But I guess they're saying, like, I'm a slut and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I like to have sex and with different people and that's fine. Like, you you don't have the right to say I'm like a bad person or whatever, that there's nothing wrong with being that way. Yeah. So. But the. Yeah name yourself the name that makes it bad is not good i don't think i don't know i guess yeah it's just i don't have trouble with liking sex or having a yeah looking like you like sex that's fine but that's you know they're just i think they're trying to reclaim it i think it should be not a slut core (laughs) yeah but that's just my opinion it's probably like an age age thing it probably is yeah just like i really hate the word bitch like if anybody calls me that I get really mad yeah I don't even like it like when someone jokingly calls the dog that because yeah. she's a female dog and I don't like it I just don't like that word it bothers me so I'd probably have the same reaction well yeah they got bubblegum bitch which is you know well, bubblegum bitch is kind of funny uh, yeah that's not oh so like I don't have that they uh use highly saturated colors particularly pink and white it's very feminine, um, innocent. No, this is like funny to me too, because they always call like these like the Bratz dolls are innocent or like cheerleaders are supposed to look innocent, but then they dress them in these like really short skirts. So it's like it's kind of confusing. Like I feel like it mixes up like childhood and sexuality and together in a way that's a little disturbing. Yes. Um. So, just because why are little kids aren't supposed to be sexy, like, to people. So, it's kind of creepy. And it, Like, part it, of that's yeah, kind of creepy to me. I think it's creepy, too. Um, so, they, they would wear um, stuff like My Little Pony characters, Barbie, uh, childish accessories, like little accent barrettes that have glitter and hair ties and candy jewelry and then they pair it with um serious adult clothing like chokers chains and accessories with swear words or statements relating to politics and musings on mental health so lots of pink clothing iridescent clothing glittery tool um tank tops crop tops knee socks, heeled shoes, and stilettos. So they kind of 
I guess they're just mixing up like what kids would wear with what adults would wear. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that I think that's it for that one. Kind of get the gist. There's like a whole lot of other stuff, but I think you kind of just picture a Bratz doll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the next one I have is Yankee Core, which I picked just because we're Yankees, or <laughs> we were Yankees, right? Yankee Core? Yeah. yeah. Well, considered Yankees, I guess. Yeah. North of the something. Oh, something. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I remember. Don't um, so it's the, it's the romanticization of New England, which is six states. Uh, Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. So, well, well, what clothing represents that? Um, <laughs> not Yankee uniform. It's kind of pretty sure. boring, I think. Really, um, the key colors are navy blue, white smoke, whatever that means, white smoke, burnt orange, cardinal red, alabaster, sand, coral, pink, and pine green, and. Um, I don't know. I always think of Andy from The Office because he was from Connecticut and they really kind of made him a stereotype. <laughs> His clothes. Did you ever pay attention to that? I probably, I don't remember though. Oh, well, you they kind of stood out compared to everybody else's. Like he always had on like the brighter colors, like the green ties or the, you know, and the plaids. <laughs> I don't know. I just think like they kind of, made a big deal out of it but um well and i'm not but i remember when we moved out here back east it was more navy and brown and dark yeah. colors and then come out here and everybody was nice and bright and cheerful yeah and well it wasn't like over the top bright it was just i don't know you'll when you watch the office just pay attention to andy and see what you think if you think it i didn't think it was like an accurate portrayal necessarily of what people were in connecticut but it was kind of like they hammed it up a little, I guess. Since I'm so. trying to think of what what would be, because this says like the the values of someone in the Yankee core section. I don't know whatever <laughs> you want to call it of fashion. Would the 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 values are boldness, determination, freedom, self reliance, hard work, and independence. Yeah. So that's. I don't Yankee. know how it, how it translates to clothing, though. Okay, so um, classic, timeless, preppy look. Like, okay, think, yeah. um, uh, let's see, what was it called? Uh, like Tommy Hilfiger, figure, fig, Hilfiger, I can't even speak today. Ralph Lauren, or Ralph Lauren, I don't know how you pronounced it. Um, North Face, L.L. Bean. Those kind of clothes. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, staples of this of a Yankee core fashion would be dark and light denim, white jeans, trench coats, button-down shirts, sweaters. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ordinary. Yes. Like, well, what I would think of as ordinary, yeah. but then that's what I grew up with. Earth tones and muted colors. Accessories are minimal, like you might have a belt and like a pair of earrings, but not like a whole bunch of jewelry. No, not a lot of jewelry, yeah. not colorful. Might wear like sunglasses, but that's about it. And then lots of, you know, layering in the cooler months, of course. Yes. So it's just yeah. kind of a practical, <laughs> you know. But I thought it was funny that 
that that was like a fashion core. Although I remember like sometimes when I would go someplace that was a little more city, I definitely looked different than everybody else. <laughs> oh, you know, more country. Yeah. Well, because like when you think of Vermont, you do think of like those hunters and, and the sweaters and with the patterns. Sweaters, yeah, yeah. with the print, the stripe across the. Oh, the stripe, yeah. Yeah, like a well Christmas sweater, but not really. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny though. Um, so the last one I have is witch core, which I just kind of stumbled upon and thought was kind of interesting because that sort of seems to be like something that's becoming popular right now. I see a lot of like books on being a witch, like in fi- the store five below or, you know, different places. Yeah. So um, the key colors for that are dark, um, black, green, orange, purple, dark, dull colors. Witch colors. <laughs> dark, dull, yeah. But then, like, not Wicked Witch. Like, no. Because, you know, if you Google, like, witch clothes or, you know, what does a witch wear, well, you're going to get clothes. Halloween stuff yeah. popping up. Um, witch core sort of has elements of cottage core and nature core and a lot of stuff that revolves around sort of the outdoor, the outdoors, so... Um, I think like flowers and mushrooms. Mushrooms seem to be big too, but not in the like 70s way. But like I see a lot of material now with little mushrooms all over it. They're more natural. They look more real instead of the golden orange. Red with the white polka dots. Just smurf. (laughs) Smurf mushrooms. Yeah. So which fashion is kind of a variety of things. You'll see like vintage wear from thrift stores or hand-me-downs um there's a little bit of like the goth or gothic or new goth there's so many goth versions out there for core goth cores or whatever too and then also kind of mixing with the hippie bohemian looks Mm -hmm. so um this website that i you know, talked about a lot of times the aesthetic, aesthetics.fandom.com um, says to just picture Stevie Nicks. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what Stevie Nicks wears. Um, but yeah, they were saying like don't Google just witchy clothing because you you won't really get like the aesthetic that well, witch core is. You're going to get more like Halloween witch, like black pointy hats. More and, like the Wicca. Wiccan or yeah, Wicca's like, well, there's the difference I guess between Wicca's like a religion and a witch is kind of like a lifestyle. <laughs> Sorry, my dog won't leave you alone. Lila, sit down. She won't stop. Oh, you're such a pain. <laughs> I'm gonna pet you while I'm talking. Um, so for witch core, you'd see two like vintage wedding dresses and nightgowns, cloaks, black laced camisoles, shawls. Maxi dresses and skirts, the wide brim hats, um, homemade flower crowns. They might have, um, you know, alphabet beads and other craft materials weaved in. And um, comfy shoes or bare feet. 
and uh, or like laced boots are popular too. So kind of interesting. Well, it's like each core has elements that's pulled out of other cores, like the fairy core. I could see that some of those crossing over to the witch. Oh yeah, core, for the, sure. Um, and like you say, the cottage core, the the floral print puffed sleeves or the the um, you know the sheer material that's kind of floaty yeah and I guess you know there's different types of witches from what I've read like cottage witch and uh, hedge witch and I'm trying to think of some of the other hedge ones hedge witch yeah I think that one has to do with like gardening more yeah and there's okay. like kitchen witch which they do more like cooking and then there's like um I can't remember them all like it's not home witch but it's like you well that would be cottage witch where you you know spend a lot of time making your house look really nice all that kind of stuff so I imagine like each one of those types of people would have different a different witchy aesthetic yeah that would fall under the same category and then of course there's like branches off of that like teen witch that's like a whole nother category. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of mind-boggling when you start thinking of all the different categories. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple of shops listed for that one, too, that um, people might want to check out if I can find them. I like to give a little shout out to some Etsy stores or something if I if I can but now I'm like uh, I can't seem to find where they went but yeah I thought it, I thought this was kind of interesting to learn about that you can kind of have these different categories you might fall into oh um, so on Etsy I found it there's dark woods apparel shop on Etsy Ghoul, Rest in Peace, Moonflower, Magic Workings, um, The Almost Witch. So I'm definitely going to just go look at what they have on there because <laughs> it'll be kind of interesting to see because I, I think I might like some of these styles too. Maybe. I don't know. It'd be kind of fun. So I think that's all I have for the different cores. I didn't really get get too many I figured you probably had quite a few too so yeah yeah some of them probably got duplicated not too many and didn't you have like something else you wanted to mention oh the sustainability of of all of this is oh yeah how bad it is for the environment yeah um and a lot of it is we need to change our mentality of you know buy less buy better maybe instead of I like better quality instead of quantity yeah and Levi Levi's coming out with one buy better wear longer yeah so if you get a better quality you can last longer you don't have to buy as many you don't have to buy like a new pair every year or something yeah and and I think um if you can find where your your niche is it can be better you know that part would be better for the environment because you'd just get you those know, things. You, what you really like and, and go, yeah. go for that and not have to have 
like you know a lot of times we buy things and then you, you know, don't really we wear love them a it. few times oh i really don't like this yeah I think that's why having the shops listed is helpful, too, because if you do like a certain look, it's kind of nice to actually know where you can get it. where you can go, yeah. Because, you know, it's hard to Google. Like, you can Google if you don't have the right words, you don't find the right thing. Or if you're, you know, yeah, because if you're going, like, you know, you go to shop on online, you go, you know, Amazon or, you know. Yeah. Places like that. It's going to be more generic. Yeah, like Target or Walmart or any of those. It's all kind of the same stuff. Yeah. But then, too, like, a lot of the fashion cores that I was drawn to, they kind of buy a lot of stuff at the thrift store, too. So I guess because I I shop in thrift stores a lot, I feel like it's better for the planet. Yeah. Well, I always find I can't, for the amount of money I can afford to spend... I get a lot better quality going. To the yeah, store. that's true. Like, well, like I bought the pants I'm wearing right now for six dollars at the thrift store, and then I really like the way they fit. So I looked up the brand and everything, and then I, because I thought, well, these fit great. I'm gonna get some, try to get some more. And I went, and I looked, and they were like a hundred and thirty dollars a pair. It's like I found a um, L&L Bean flannel shirt. cost me $2. I've had it for I don't know how many years now, and it's um, I wear it as a light jacket. I wear it as a shirt. I yeah. washed it I don't know how many times. It's still in very good condition. They used to have a lifetime guarantee, so the quality was really good. Yeah, it yeah. is very good. It's like the pockets all, all cut it. Yeah, it all matches and everything. It's not fraying when you were just bought it. Like I've bought stuff at Walmart and it's already like coming apart on the way home. <laughs> well, and I I thought, well, gee, I'll I'll look for this exact same one. Yeah. At uh, you know some of these sites that sell uh, used yeah clothing, thrift store clothing. Right. And it was like sixty five dollars. For yeah, for a used, a right? used one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's better to hit the thrift stores. And then even, like, sometimes I don't want to spend, like, I'll think, like, $8 at the thrift store, but then, you know, it's worth it, really. Yes. I mean, I got these $6 was a lot for me to spend on pants at the thrift store, and then, you know, they're worth $130, or they were. I don't know yeah. if they're really worth $130, but, you know, that's how much I would have had to pay new, to so... New. It's a pretty good savings. And then even if I bought, like, some new lead jeans or something, that'd be at least $20. So, you know, $6 is still pretty good. Well, you can't even buy no-name brand made lousy kind. Yeah, right? Like, so I, like, tell myself, like, stop being so cheap. (laughs) Yeah. But it's kind of like a fun, you know, it's a bargain. And, you know, the kids are kind of into it, too. Well, Sam, I think Sam is. Junie's bored, but she likes going to the thrift store and finding, like, weird jackets and different things she can put together to make her maxima, her look. maximus, maxima, maximal, <laughs> well, um, I'll never get that one right, core outfits. Yeah. So it works out good. Yeah. And we save money. And we need to and re- it's better. reuse, repurpose. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to be like, 
say like, oh, we're so poor, we can't buy new clothes. So then I just changed it in my mind to like, we're doing something good for the environment. Not that we're that poor, but you know, like it makes you feel better about it well, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That Not that I really feel bad about bit. it, but yeah, I don't oh, I really. Do. I feel guilty for, I feel guilty for any. <laughs> well, no, I mean, guilt, but, I don't feel bad know. about thrift store shopping. Like no. I'm just like some people I know might be embarrassed to thrift, buy their clothes in a thrift store or something, but I'm, mm-hmm. I have never had that. No. So that's because we've always kind of. I like getting a bargain. Like I'm like a bargain. bargain. I'm yeah. like a frugal person. Save the money for like so doing something else. Food. Yeah, food or like some <laughs> kind of fun. food. <laughs> yeah. No, we've always, you know, the only thing, underwear, shoes, I like to have new. I Just because, you know, shoes kind of form fit to fit your particular foot yeah i usually buy like underwear and stuff new too no yeah I don't really that's what, there are some things um, i don't buy used i was but. just thinking like there's these people i've seen on i don't know if it's instagram or facebook those little videos or something where they go in they kind of like a game but they all go into the thrift store and they have to pick out like an an outfit but a lot of times they get they have to pick something that says blue shirt and then they have to find a blue shirt and then tells you what, you know, pick out a top bottom or whatever. And then either they have to wear it or they have to pick something else, something out for someone else in their group to wear. And then they all have to put the outfits on. Yeah. And I think that would be really fun to do one day. Well, I told, talked to Sam about that. I said, I'm going to do that when I pick some, have them look through my closet and put together outfits for me oh yeah that would be fun i thought we could do it do it all of us could do it and then yeah um take pictures and see what we think you know yeah because like (laughs) somebody else might put something together you wouldn't normally choose but then it looks good or it might look ridiculous too like who knows but but i thought it would be fun and plus it'll it would help me try on some of my clothes to see if they fit or do I like really like yeah, it yeah make it more I, fun than just standing there that's when I go through my closet I don't always feel like trying it on so it goes back in the closet I know <laughs> I don't always want to try stuff on even at the store I'm like oh I'd have to try it on yeah but yeah so I don't know it'd be kind of fun that yeah. but I've seen people too where then they have to wear the outfit out to brunch or something together and it's just kind of funny to see them yeah you know I'm like, I need friends like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It'd be really be, fun. Just have fun. Yeah. Just kind of have Make fun. Make up your own fun, really. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. Well, yeah. <clears throat> you live kind of like where we do. You really do have to make your own fun. Yeah. There's so. not a whole lot to do. And then, you know, might get you more paying more attention to what you're wearing. If you do yeah, make it fun. Some tips from yeah. someone else who might be a little more stylish. Yeah, right? <laughs> Like our like Samantha, <laughs> the twelve yeah. year old, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then no, that's who I'm going with. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well. But, I think yeah. that's about it. Yeah, I think it's it's it for me. I have nothing else to say about it. Not now, anyway. Yeah. I have a few things I want to look up and see what it is. And, and yeah, then, like see what you like. What I like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Thanks for listening to Guardy Lou. If you have questions or want to 
just tell us stuff or you have a good story you want to share, we could read it on the air. Um, just email us at guardyloopod at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at guardyloo or guardyloopod. So anyway, that's about it. Yeah, if there's anything you would like us to talk about, any subjects, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> we like new, new ideas. Not, we have a ton already, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many more we need, but... Um, okay, well, thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Got it, Lou!